There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! To trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. What a game. Wow. That was a super, super bowl. Very exciting. You know, I was driving. um, I had to go away this weekend, but I um, was trying to keep up on the score as I was on the road. I didn't want to risk putting the game on streaming on my phone as I'm trying to drive. But when I saw that it was tied up with two minutes left, which in football is an eternity, I must say. But still, I was like, oh, this is good. People love this. It's exciting. People love bowls. They sure do. Um, so, uh, Bradley, mm, were yes. you um, watching the game? Oh, yeah, the big game. Actually, you know, <laughs> I watched more football last night than I have, well, since the last time we watched the Super Bowl, which I don't even know. I'm assuming I did last year, but I had it on, of course, for the commercials. Uh, you know, much like uh, everybody's dad read Playboy for the articles. Um, <laughs> but I, I truly did. Like, I was making dinner and I just had it on the iPad. The problem was, I was like, somebody should invent a thing where I, it'll turn down the volume when the sports is on oh. and turn up the volume when the, <laughs> commercials, the commercials are on, are on. So that I could just like, because I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting here listening to sports ball happen yeah. as I'm winding down for the weekend. But nonetheless, I did. And, um, of course, there were tons of fun commercials. And then you had Rihanna. Yes. What did you... So when you uh, got home, mm-hmm. did you go into, like, catch-up mode? Or where was the game at when you got home? Um, the game was... It was tied at the time. Yeah. So I They ended, tied well, a lot last night, didn't they, Mike? Yeah. They were back and forth. It was a good battle. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like it was pretty close the whole way. Yeah, early on it looked like, oh, the Eagles might run away right. with this one. For but sure. uh, no. Cream the, cheesers. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> no, the uh, barbecue spare ribs came back uh, from Kansas City <laughs> and made it a game over the, the uh, cheesesteaks. Yeah, so then I watched a quick recap of the last, you know, mm. 15 minutes or so last night. You know, we had, like, everybody was concerned about which one of those teams won. Uh, I think it was the Kansas City. Uh, team that won, mm-hmm. right? The, the barbecue. Yep. 
of people. And um, <laughs> the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Um, but I was more concerned with the other game that happened. That is the game between you and I, John, for the uh, prop bet. That's right. Our prop bets. And Mike was refereeing that. He was refereeing that all night on Twitter. Thank you, by the way, Mike, You're for welcome. doing that. And I think I failed miserably. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I got my picks in there as well. And let's just say, I think uh, from my judging, you you two tied. Oh, we did? Yeah, we you both did. did. Well, that. you must have kicked our Batuskis then. Well, it was very much designed to be kind of random and about a 50-50 type thing. So we'll go through it real quick. And Can Ash- you tell people, you know, for the... Yeah. I know everybody knows about prop mm-hmm. bets. Yep. But just in case. Yeah, in sports, there are these different bets that you can uh, make wagers on during the game. And normally when they're more sports aligned, it's like, hey, this guy's going to score a touchdown or this person is going to rush for this many yards. But in the case of the Super Bowl, there are so many fun, completely non-football related prop bets that you can wager on in real life at these different sports books. And uh, so we had a list of 10 that we went through on Friday, including the national anthem length. uh, And we can run through them here. But uh, national anthem length, I set it at two minutes and two seconds 202 okay yes and i took you know it's a slight difference there's some sports books that do it from the beginning of the music yes. to the end of the music i did it from the beginning and i always have from the very beginning of the start of him singing chris stapleton that mm-hmm. being and the last note and that i seems got fair that seems like that makes the most sense because there's yeah. going to be music and so you can't yeah uh, it was set at two minutes and two seconds. My unofficial, but my scorekeeping, as I put on Twitter, two minutes, one second, oh, 1.44 seconds. No, I don't like that God. way. I like the other way, well, since I said it would be over. We yeah, all said it was going to be over. We both said it was going to yeah. be over. <laughs> it didn't did you say over two, Mike? I did say over, okay. yes. Normally, they kind of, um, you know, they like to drag on that last brave a little bit, but he didn't. He just kind of got to the point, and that was a soulful and a fantastic anthem, I think. Yes. So we're all 0 for 1. We're all 0 for 1. Then next, we get to the coin toss, where Bradley Trainer wins. He said Philadelphia. I did? Yes. Oh. Oh, I did not know that one. So you I got a point on that. that one. Yeah. Next up was the first commercial. Uh, they went off the board. It was actually the Benefer Duncan commercial. That was the first the, one. The first commercial yeah. after kickoff was Benefer. Was so, it? And, and I Dunkin said M and M. So yep. I think I said something like mayonnaise. Didn't you said Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, I said Kia. All of them had commercials, and that's why I included those. But yeah. we had about fourteen to choose from, and uh, any other ends up being the winner because Duncan any got that other. first one. So okay. this is the one that blows my mind because I added this almost as a joke. It was tongue in cheek. I said, oh, we're going to throw in doink or no doink just mm-hmm. because it's fun to say doink. And, yeah. well, you know, and tell people what a doink is because I had no idea what a doink was. You, you are a doink. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so in football, if you're kicking a field goal or an extra point, there's op- there's opportunities or times where the, the ball might not go directly between the uprights. It might hit the yellow uprights on the end and make this loud doink sound and they call it a doink. There was a really popular game uh, or a really big game on Monday night a few years back or last year where there was the double doink. They actually bounced off one side of the upright and then bounced across the crossbar and then it fell out and the Bears lost the double doink game. This one, though, was thrown in there as a plus 400 to one. Like, if you're betting this in Vegas, you would bet $100 and if you were right, you would get 400 back. Wow. Because that's how unlikely this scenario was to play out. It was about a 25% chance of happening 
And it did on oh, the very first doink. field you goal You could try. hear it, too. Yes. It was like, doink. That's why they call it a doink. So, yeah. Did any of us have doink? We all put no doink because no doink. we are smart. Yeah, <laughs> because I thought they're going to try their hardest. It's the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. The long shot came in on that one, though. It was indeed a doink. Um, first touchdown score. Now, this one was the under. Jaylen, so, so far. Yeah. Go ahead. We're what? Uh, one and one. All of us actually wow. are right. all sitting one. Or actually, no, I haven't even got a point yet. Okay. So right. uh, um, we're, I've got zero. You've each got one. But uh, this is where I pick up my po- first point, as does Dawn. Under 13.5, first touchdown score had a jersey number of one. Yes. It was the quarterback, Jalen Hurts, for the Eagles. So I literally did a whiplash and looked over from uh, <laughs> fluttering my potatoes. <laughs> And uh, saw that it was number 11, and I thought, oh, crap. Well, here's the thing. It was actually number 14. Oh, why did Gainwell? No, no, 14 Gainwell scored a touchdown. Then they said, no, he was short. So yeah. if 14 would have scored, it would have been the over. You would have gotten it right, Bradley. But they ruled he was down at like the inch line. And then that's when they did a quarterback sneak. And number one, Jalen Hurts got after oh. the score. So you almost God, I can't got even that watch one. the dumb thing. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking at. So with that, we are all knotted up. Then Rihanna went, uh, Rihanna went completely off the board. She went with B better have my money to start things off. Biatch, better have my money. Exactly. So that's how it started, and then it ended with... Oh my goodness, I didn't take the notes of that one. I put it on Twitter. Let me check here real quick. Uh, Yeah, you just have to review your own notes. Yes, exactly. Nobody got that one right, and it was Diamonds. She ended it with Diamonds. Shine bright like a diamond. Mm -hmm. I said she'd start with Run This Town, but... I think I said, uh, oh, I don't even remember what I said. You said, don't stop the music. Well, and that's how I did. said she would end it. So and we both really. And I said, this is what you came for and mm-hmm. end it with Disturbia. So we all got, yeah, we nobody did anything on that one. So right now we're all still tied at one, but here's where the big difference was. Bradley had the cheesesteaks winning. <laughs> Don Cream and I, cheesers. Don and I both had Kansas City winning. So we so both, both got, got that one right. Yes. And then, uh, so there was a point there. Gatorade color, nobody got this one. It was uh, yellow or green, voted by for uh, Bradley. Don said orange. I said orange. It was purple. Oh, purple. purple. Wow, that's a fun color. And then finally, after he was <laughs> announced to be the most valuable player, Patrick Mahomes thanked his teammates. So that's where Bradley got his yes! second point. I said God. You said God. <sighs> I said teammates as well. So I actually got four out of ten. You both got two out of ten. I don't think that's that bad, Dawn. It's not horrible. (laughs) Okay, come on. I mean, It's not nothing. There you go. Well, this is the first time I've ever tried to do prop bets, so now Mm -hmm. I'm just prepared. Now she's going to, like, research, and she's going to call her her bookie in Vegas and get the odds. I would like to contest something. Yeah, what's up? What's that? I have an question yeah when they bet on how long the national anthem will be yeah. in vegas to yes. allow them to win mm-hmm. what do they use so it each sports book's different that's the thing so there okay. was one sports book yesterday saying that it was two minutes and 1.3 there was one saying it was two minutes and uh five seconds oh, there that's was one what we so use. it just depends <laughs> again it, we all picked over so it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have mattered yeah. um but yeah that's uh each sports book's just a little different so okay well you know for my first sports bet yeah uh so wait a minute you won mike so what does that mean? Do well, we, we have, have to do the show? Oh, for him. I'm sorry. I have to go produce and he gets a day off. I was okay. told there was sourdough bread involved. Somewhere. That's true. Oh. And you were going to do something too, Don. What? Oh, yeah. I'm going to bake something tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to bake something for All you right. tonight. 
uh, pativier, which is a fun, cool, yay. yummy thing. I cannot wait to it. eat your food, and okay. I will bake you a loaf next week. It'll actually have to be the week after, Mike, because I'm gone this okay, weekend that's in something. Vegas. That's cool. Getting my other sports bets on. Nice. <laughs> I might send you a list while you leave. Ooh, all right. <laughs> okay, but you did get a chance to see Rihanna, did you not? Yeah, I yeah. sure did. And what did you think of Rihanna? I personally, I loved it. Um, I the with her puffy coat army that she had, <laughs> I loved the how they always seem to amaze us with whatever staging that they do, and uh, the floating platforms were freaky and very futuristic looking and cool. Of course, there were you know. There was like, you know, things going over the top of the dome, the light thing so they can hang them. Um, but I loved how she did some of the choreography, but her pregnancy reveal. I mean, that was the biggest one, right? Yes. Confirmed it after the fact. So no heads up. I mean, it, it wasn't something I mean, we were talking like, about. She opened up her coat. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that prompted everyone to go, wait, is she pregnant? And I was yeah. like, I think so. But. Then, uh, of course, after the fact, her rep confirmed, but um, my God, to do all of everything she did, she's pregnant. She's strapped to a stage that's floating, you know, I don't know how many thousands of feet in the air, like a, like a, it's a, I was going to make a joke about all the things that have been flying around in the air lately, but, <laughs> but this puffy jacket guys looked like it kind of right. Oh they looked God. like a weather balloon, <laughs> um, but she looked great. And she was able to do all of that suspended in the mid. Like, it blows the mind when you start to break down everything that's required to do that performance. And you just have so much mad respect for her. And also, when she was doing all this, like, her favorite hits, didn't it just, like, bring you back to, like, when all those songs were hits? I know it's been a while, but still, it just gave me all the feels. Yeah, some of her dance moves were... Pretty good. You like were liking them little, sexy dance moves. Like so. she had, I did. I liked all the sexy dance moves. I mean, there was one part where you know it was all the puffy jacket guys like on the floor bowing down to her, thrusting, and then the guy right in the front was like wagging his tongue, and she pointed at him <laughs> like, "Yeah, get it." And I liked that, and I liked. But you said something also, Bradley, about this is your big moment, and. No one's going to know who you are. Because... Oh, yeah. I, well, that was a thought going through my head. I was like, all these backup dance. It's just the life of a backup performer. Yeah. Um, you just like all of this, the entire world is on you and you're wearing sunglasses and all of the clothes. So like two inches of your skin is showing. So nobody's going to know like that was me. I played the one, the one backup dancer right on uh-huh. Rihanna's left. Yeah. that For those five seconds. Yeah. And people are like, sure. I, I bet you did. But you're like, no, I really I did. Really, that really was me. I'm going to say one of them was me. Okay, well, we were both there. Yeah, we so were. You, yeah, you weren't actually in Missouri. You were in. Yeah. I um, went to the Super Bowl with Gatorade once when I worked for Gatorade in the year 2000. That's a long time ago. Uh, and the most amazing thing to me was, it was at the Georgia Dome. The most amazing thing to me was the putting together the halftime show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. show was mind-blowing. We were How all fast? just like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. Just everything that has to happen. They p- construct stages yeah. in like five minutes I mean, and then literally- break it down in five minutes. And it makes you go, they were just playing football right there. I yeah. can't believe that this is ha- the, what it does. And just the mechanics of putting all that together was the most amazing part of being at the Super Bowl. It was seamless and amazing. Just like us, Dawn. And oh. when we come back, speaking of seamless and amazing, Mike's got all the latest from Hollywood today. He's doing a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Oh, here is Mike uh, with a dirt alert. I kind of forgot what I was doing here. Mike, thank you. Because Holly is usually here, but uh, she has to do a very long day. She has to do the Jason Alexis show this afternoon because we're all filling in for Lori and Julia. So Mike has uh, the longer dirt alert. Yeah, she'll actually jump on with uh, you guys, too, at 3 o'clock. So she'll be uh, producing the entirety of that three I was on since 9. So, yeah, it's moving things around. How how was the morning really quickly? Oh, it was good. I I already do 10 to to noon, so now I just was doing 9. To two, noon, so I just had to wake up or get up an hour earlier, get hey, here a little that's earlier. That's no small thing. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank no you. problem. Happy to do it. Let's talk about Super Bowl ads. Uh, YouTube, I should say. We'll get to YouTube here in a second. Uh, YouTube uh, came out with their most viewed spots uh, tied to the Super Bowl. And uh, any guess on the uh, topic? You didn't get the chance to see that. I long, bet it was Ben Affleck. Or yeah. mm, if it wasn't a commercial for a product, maybe a movie. It was actually the Melissa McCarthy Booking.com spot. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think I saw that one. Oh. Which one was that? Yeah, she. Um, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I just have it here. I guess I don't remember that one either. Oh. I don't know why that's the most. But watched everybody one. watched it. Yes. Oh. Again, this is on uh, YouTube. So basically, after it uh, hit, gotcha. everyone went to YouTube and started watching these. But uh, um, yeah, I guess I don't remember the details on that one. That's okay. Oh, well. Um, we'll watch okay. it we later. We didn't see it either. Yeah, we certainly. Oh, she had the big hair. Remember, she came out. She had the big hair. Then she's on the beach. She's buried in the sand. Um, she's out on the snow hills uh, by a. Yeah, she just was taking trips out. I must have been there. on a potty break yeah, during the go. game. Uh, the next one, and this is the one that I kind of. I, I don't know. We talked about this last week. And I don't know if it was his people who were saying this or who was saying this, but you remember when I told you that John Travolta was going to pay tribute to Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, John Travolta, in a T-Mobile spot, he sang Summer Nights oh, yeah. alongside Zach Braff and Donald Faison of, uh, of course, Scrubs fame. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was number two most viewed on YouTube. I don't know where, I mean, with the exception of singing the song, so where maybe was the, the tribute? Maybe made? the song was just the tribute, uh, like a yeah. nod. I was excited. And again, this might be just simply somebody kind of going for business on themselves and, you know, mm-hmm. not really realizing, just saying, hey, they're singing Summer Nights. So obviously he's going to be he's, tribute. Yeah, it's yeah. a tribute to her. Uh, it just kind of felt very, um, and yeah. And all so that you can buy T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Yeah. Strange. Yeesh. I don't know. You know, that's what I love about this experience is we all are having this shared cultural moment. Yes. It's one of the few last live 
uh, moments like uh, people across uh, the country can like join in and mm-hmm. experience and we're doing it to sell products. I, I mean, know. you know, <laughs> yay. but is there anything it? more American? No, exactly. you're right. Uh, speaking of selling things and actually enjoying in a shared experience, I love the non-traditional ads. I love when somebody, remember, I, man, this is 10, 15 years ago now, but Miller High Life did the two second ads where it was like, oh, right. beer, and then it was gone. And then <laughs> it'd be like, great. Miller. <laughs> And it'd be high life, and it was just him saying swimmingly, like he would just do different things. Those I loved those. And last year you had the one where it was the bouncing QR code going over the place. Oh yeah, the, the Tubi ad last night. I love that. Uh, Bradley, did you get a chance? I didn't to, see the Tubi ad. So basically, they are in the middle of commercial, and then all of a sudden you see uh, both of the commentators from the Super Bowl pop up on your screen, and then all of a sudden you see the navigation from your TV pop up, oh, and yes. you're going to Tubi, and you're going to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and it was like, wait. A minute what, what's happening here yeah i was at a party with you know three people of us. were like stop it yes. i was like who's sitting on the remote we're about to miss the game what's oh. going on and That's then genius. everybody panicked for a second and yeah it was it was pretty fun so oh my gosh and i prefer to call it tubby oh do so, you okay you know. tubby oh well duly noted it hits okay. close to home so i don't want to call it that pronounced no, tubby, come on. <laughs> it is why do you per- prefer tubby just because I think it's cute. It's cute. Tubby. It's cuter, tubby. Hey, tubby. <laughs> it reminds me of Teletubbies, which I love. Oh, there you go. They're evil. <laughs> And uh, everybody apparently was watching the Super Bowl because nobody went to the movies this weekend. Oh, right. Magic Mike's Last Dance, the top, it was the premiere. Okay. This was the opening weekend. But 8.2 million. Yeah, that's nothing. Oh, no. Opening weekend of 8.2 million. Well, I mean, <sighs> honestly, is that a surprise? Do you think that, um, well, do you think that a bunch of ladies will go see it tomorrow on Valentine's Day who are not attached to <laughs> today, guys? Today's Valentine's Day. They could go today as A well. lot of them are going to have Galentine's to go. Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Oh, What's yeah. that? It's where oh, yeah. you hang out with your gal pals. Exactly. Oh, I thought it was like like a gallon of milk or Yes, gallon. it's Valentine's Day where yeah. we all chug a gallon of milk. <laughs> yes, John. That is totally a thing. Gallon. I would gal. like, here's this gallon for you. Please chug during the show. <laughs> Oh, no. After uh, Magic Mike's last dance, Avatar The Way of Water still in there at number two is 6.9. And then Titanic is back. 25-year anniversary, 6.4 million bucks over the weekend. Man, James Cameron is making all the money. He's competing with himself now, basically. Exactly. That's that's a movie, but again, it's like another one of those long-ass movies. I don't don't want to sit in the theater that long. But Mm -mm. that that would be fun to sort of, you know, in theory sit in the theater and watch that movie again. Yeah, I think uh, I might be going to it. Sarah was, I mean, we were, I was young at the, I was only Yeah, how, I was just going to ask you, how old um, were you? 97, I would have been 11, so I didn't go to it in theaters. <laughs> no, oh, you that would be a special I could have, yeah, but I didn't it's go to it in theaters. She was like two, so she definitely didn't go to it in theaters. Oh my so, gosh. Um, yeah, we're, we're thinking old. about, yeah, exactly. We're thinking about going to that. I just, I'm excited about the, the sound. And this one's actually in 3D as well, so they don't. Oh, fun. And it's not the, like, you know, bad 3D. 3D that they so just the iceberg is going to come at you. Exactly. Just mm. that subtle 3D is what I've heard. So. I love it. Yeah. Mike, thank you for no all problem. those wonderful uh, stories. I almost said blind items because that's what you're going to do when we mm-hmm. come back. Thank you for the uh, dirt alert. When we come back, Mike has those juicy bits of gossip with the name left out. It's Blinded by the Item right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Mm. 
Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Hero. You know, they've been keeping Twin Cities homes warm and cozy for over a hundred years. And this time of year, keeping your house warm is near the top of everyone's priority list. I mean, obviously, if you don't have heat, that's an emergency. And Hero can get you back on your feet so that you and your family are safe. But maybe you've got something else that's going on with your home in regards to your heating system. For example, this happened in our house. We have a converted upstairs. Um, It used to be an attic. And the heat situation up there was atrocious. Well, Hero gave us some advice. Turns out it worked. And uh, if you've got a room that's too hot or not hot enough, call Hero. Have them out. They will... I guarantee have solutions for you. And that comes from their over 100 years of experience. You can trust the work that Hero's doing. I can tell you that because I'm a customer. I've had Hero out to our home uh, several times, in fact. Whether it's heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, air ducts, you name it. Call Hero.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hi, this is Mary. Entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh, he has all the celebrity gossip and hidden news with blind items. It's Mike. I sure do. We'll start it off with this one. It's sure nice for this A-list actress to confirm what I've been telling you for a while, that she has now split with the three-named rapper. Oh, the three-named rapper. So that is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Girler. That's right. Nailed it. That's great. Had to give you two dings there Thank for both you. of them. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, just filling the blanks there. Again, it was nice. And T. Lawyer says from CrazyDaysAndNights.net uh, that uh, Megan uh, Fox has confirmed that uh, her and Machine Gun Kelly are split up. They have called off the engagement. Uh, she went public with that yesterday. I just want, I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, where's the, fact the that beginning they... of the end? What happened? You and, know? Well, uh, no doubt we're going to hear all about it in graphic detail, don't you think? Oh. Also, didn't she, she like left social media? That was part of oh, the drama, right? Yep. That's the best part. We're still getting, let me uh, find those details because like everything. did he put up Beyonce's Lemonade also song, which implies that he cheated on her? Yeah. She said something about, oh God, I forget the, or it there's said, another woman involved. Um, I'm just looking here. Her Instagram doobie doo. <laughs> I can't see. The part that I have uh, is the fact that she unfollowed him. She took down all of the photos of him. And now her Instagram fo- uh, account for Fox only follows three accounts. Eminem, mm-hmm. Harry Styles, and Timothy Chalamet. All people who have had big-time feuds with Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, oh my gosh, she is doing is him dirty. Yep. Ooh, there's got to be something really juicy there. I wish I could remember or see in this article what the caption was on that photo of her because i was not paying attention last night i was paying attention obviously to the super bowl and i was like what's this business going on with megan kelly and why did she delete her instagram megan fox megan fox it's megan kelly fox (laughs) oh yeah we used to confuse them all the time and i would call her megan kelly fox (laughs) something tells me megan kelly doesn't find the comparison no appropriate so i wonder so my thoughts are like I wonder if Eminem even cares. It's hard to know what his persona is nowadays. Like, he really went through a lot of things. And now it's like, is he just like an old man that's like, what? Like, someone's like, hey, Megan Fox 
is just following you and two other guys. Oh, he because, doesn't care. Yeah, and he's like, what? Okay. Well, you may like, remember the drama <laughs> that started with Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem is the fact that I think Machine Gun Kelly called his teenage daughter at the time, Haley, made some reference to oh. how attractive she was or yep. something. And that's what started the drama between Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, it's probably not something so, you should say, but, yeah. you know. Because well, he's looking at him and going, no, you're not getting anywhere close to Haley. Mm-hmm. Which it's, you know, up to her. But She has apparently since taken off her engagement ring as well. Ow. Very difficultly. Yeah, I don't know how that happened without blood everywhere. Yeah, because it was famously put on where it has like reverse thorns. or <laughs> Not thorns, but like metal pieces. It was thorns, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's with the metal thorns. And there was also oh, blood when they got engaged. So a lot of blood between the two. A source <laughs> said... They haven't officially called off the engagement, but Megan took her ring off. They have had issues in the past, but things seem pretty serious this time. I I say look for more fireworks. Don't they seem like the couple that like has really violent fights and then like really violent makeup sessions? Yes, that's why I'm like, what happened? What was the fight? What is it? Because it must be something dramatic, and I it probably involves what her. Catching him cheating somehow, well, right? I mean, if you believe the, um, you know, the blind item in the hints, anyway. That's true. Okay, do you have another one? Mike? I certainly do. Blinded by the item. Whenever this former A minus list singer turned mostly actress starts doing p- problematic things again, one of the first things that happens is she starts getting obsessed with her ex and comments all over social media about him, and it has just begun. Oh. Is is this Jessica Simpson? No, because okay. singer ex. turned actress. Yep. Mm, a minus list singer. A minus list singer turned uh, mostly, mostly actress. actress. Mostly actress. Have we talked about her in the past? Oh yeah. And it's been she's been listed that way. Um. Yes. He, oh, he refers to her that way. Cute. I believe. Oh. Well, okay, so let me think of, uh, it's not Lindsay Lohan. Nope. Uh, um, a list singer. Um, her, uh... Is she yeah. foreign? She's not foreign-born. No. Okay. Nope. Other A-list drama actresses that have sung and acted. Um, she, she's most, her most notable mm-hmm. role has really taken off these last few years. Okay. Uh, Mandy Moore? I'm going to go with our friend Panda, who just tweeted us, Selena Gomez. Yep. God, she's good. Good job, Panda. You're cheating, Bradley. Okay, I didn't cheat. She tweeted us. You could do the same thing, Mary. We have to give at least like a minute and a half, a little minute and a half, like Twitter rule. You can't look at your phone for like a minute and a half. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Look, I'm just bad at this, so I'd much rather take the listener's hint. Okay, can you fill in the blanks? I can. Again, uh, Selena Gomez, apparently whenever she starts doing it, and I don't know specifically what NT Lawyer is referring to here, but whenever Selena Gomez starts doing problematic things again, one of the first thing she does is uh well gets obsessed with her ex by the way we didn't get that part who's her ex justin justin b bear of course and she apparently gets obsessed with uh with uh him once again and then goes on to social media and it has begun because recently there was some uh uh some backlash after selena threw some shade the way of Haley bieber yeah something about Haley on tiktok yes Oh. There was a deleted, yeah, Haley Bieber deleted a TikTok, I guess, <gasps> and uh, Selena Gomez riles up a storm of backlash after throwing shade at that. So, oh. I don't know the exact, yeah, what happened. 
But okay. Yep. Hey, Don't do it, Selena. Don't be shady. I, that's weird to me or, that this is true. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, throwing stones at NT Lawyer here, but he yeah, isn't always correct. And if you watch Selena Gomez's documentary, which was very raw, she doesn't care about a relationship that happened, you know, it's like 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I don't, I don't know why a lot of people have a lot of relationships. And it didn't seem like she cared anymore. She just hates that the public will never, ever not associate her with the couple. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so for her sake. Yeah, otherwise it's that's not, not healthy. healthy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Do you have another one? I certainly do. Blinded by the item. This singing actress knows Broadway is one thing, but if she wants to move back up the ladder, she's going to have to uh, get people on her side once again. She's trying, but it doesn't seem like it's very genuine, especially when you hear stories about how she is currently acting now, and it is all the same as it's ever been. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Yep. Funny girl. She's funny. Oh, it's coming no. here, by the way, and I can't wait. Ooh, that's cool. It was just announced, I think, the part of the new Broadway season. Okay. Sorry, fill in the blanks. That's yeah, right, just uh, simply according to NT Lawyer again, uh, apparently Leah Michelle is trying to uh, kind of bring her career back and get into acting and more uh, movie-type roles. She knows Broadway is one thing, but she's trying to get people on her side, and it sounds like, uh, according to NT Lawyer, there's not a lot of people on her side because she's not very genuine well, or, um, I guess, nice. I mean, I allegedly, she threatened a doo-doo in somebody's wig, so I'm just yeah. saying it's going to take a while. Like, I'm going to poop in your wig? What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, um... Well, I saw, come to think of it, this weekend, I was just scrolling through all the pop culture things, and I did see an article about her um, realizing the damage that she caused and reflecting on how she used to act. So apparently she got in some tabloid's ear to give them that kind of story. Oh, sure. But um, that's probably just... You know, when all else fails, just have a magazine do like a photo spread and have an interviewer ask you questions that... You know, allow you to rehabilitate yourself. That's right. See Army Hammer and Elizabeth Chambers. <laughs> That's right. Okay, do you have one more? We've maybe? got a really good quick one, and Quickie. I say good one. Oh, let's get through it. <laughs> I say good because I don't know if there's a change brewing here with NT Lawyer, but we're starting to hear some more positivity, and I like that, including oh. this one. The one way to get this illiterate talk show host out of the house is to write something negative about the way she looks or is acting, and that happened this week, and she emerged looking pretty darn good. Oh. Wendy Williams? Yep. Oh, Wendy Williams. What's she been up to? I need to Google her. Yes, Google her and see all the things going up in, in her life. Apparently, she scored a victory in a, a alimony battle with uh, Kevin Hunter. Oh, yes, exactly. Good. So there were some things like that that were happening, and then she apparently was out, and Tabloids got some shots of her, and uh, as N.T. Lawyer said, she's looking pretty darn good. Good, so because we want, going through, yeah. or at least I do. I think you do, too, Donna. Oh, I want yeah. all the best for her. I do, too. Yeah, there's just been... So much, I mean, she, you know, she gave so much as far as the material out there, you know, but um, yeah, she also has medical conditions and things. So you just want people to leave her alone. You know? Well, she's obviously in a different place in her life and we can't always expect people to be exactly who they've always been. That's so. true. That's true. And sometimes when things happen that, God, this sounds like. Pollyanna, but sometimes I like Pollyanna. It's just like something <laughs> happens where you're like, oh, what am I going to do now? Or you don't expect it or like it seems like a bad thing it ends up being a really good thing. No, for sure. Yeah. So. 
All right. All right. Thank you, Mike, for all the blind items. When we come back, Dawn's going to, speaking of Pollyanna, she's going to tell us all about the BTK killer. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to no. be uplifting. When and we a return, podcast. Right here on My Talk 1071. Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Right down in Apple Valley, they're waiting for you and your entire family to give you some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. I know that because I'm a patient at Dakota Dental. I've been going there for years. I started going because of a dental emergency, and then I just stayed. Um, Because I loved the, well, I love not only their... Uh, level of care, just the expertise, of course, the customer service, but they make it so easy to get in and be seen. So you give them a call, set up a time, They'll send you a reminder. Then you'll be sitting in that dental chair getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And then I've had all sorts of other dental issues. Look, my life has been plagued with dental issues. But when when you're like me, you need a great dentist who can help you through whatever it is. Dental implants, crowns, fillings, you name it. Dental emergencies. Whatever your dental needs or the needs of your family, Dakota Dental's there. Super easy. Head over to the website, dakotadental.com. Make an appointment today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. There's a lot of dishing. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Happy Monday to you. Happy post Super Bowl day. And happy extend your workday one more hour for us. We're going to be filling in the first hour for Lori yeah, and Julia. Yeah, lucky you. You get four hours of us today. Yes. <laughs> okay, I've got a story um, about the BTK killer. It's no wow, that new went dark. I know, I know. Uh, we haven't talked about this on the show. Are you um, like super... I mean, I kind of know the answer, but I'm just for the audience. You've got a uh, particular hankering for some true crimey stuff? I do. I, you know, in respect always to the victims, you know, I don't take it too far. But yes, I, I do like a true crime podcast. All right. So tell us. I think it's amazing how people can actually help solve investigations. Absolutely. So tell us, a, for those who don't know the BTK killer, I kind of know, but. Oh, okay. Just give well, us a little thumbnail and then tell us what you know. Okay. So in Kansas, um, he, he is serving, uh, he was found to be the, um, the BTK st- stands for Bind, Torture, and Kill. Oh, and that's how oh, he God. would sign his letters because he started leaving notes for the police. And, you know, I guess he got bored and he wanted to make it interesting. Yeah. But he was convicted and he's serving 10 life terms for killing 10 people from 1974 to 1991 wow. in Oklahoma. So um, he is really, you know, people always commented on how chilling he was in court and um, just very, um, he just seemed like a normal guy, really. Yeah. But he really didn't have a lot of emotion and he out like a soft-spoken guy and he admitted to those crimes. Well, the reason why I'm talking about him is because he's back on uh, pol- the police radar he has been questioned for a murder that happened uh, in 1976 in the area where he was committing his crimes. Okay. Her name is Cynthia Dawn Kinney, and she went missing in Pawhuska, Oklahoma in 1976. So they have questioned him on this, and he says that he did not kill her and he wasn't involved in her killing. Now, I guess she was last seen leaving a laundromat and getting into um, a 1975 Plymouth Belvedere with two people under suspicious circumstances. Nobody has been arrested um, in the crime. 
And so what do you know what made authorities think like now is the time that we can say that she was probably a victim of BTK killer? Well, they are questioning him about it. It's really because he was killing in that time frame in that area. Yeah. I'm just curious why in 2023 they're finally narrowing in on something that happened in 1976. I had the same thought because, uh, you know, if this poor woman, her murder hasn't been solved since 1976, you think that they would have asked before now because it's been, you know, he's been in prison since 2005. And he got captured basically by sending police taunting letters. Uh, that's if you've ever seen any movie about him. You know, there were a lot of documentaries out there and a lot of interest in 2005 about him. There are certainly a lot of podcasts if you don't know about his his story. Um, what do people talk about when they talk about the BTK killer? Um, like, what's the thing that keeps people fascinated by this? Like, just because he didn't he he went he went for so long not being caught mm. you know i he he basically did his murders and then was quiet for a very long time and didn't kill for a very long time yeah that so, reminds me of the garden state was it golden state killer golden, golden state. state killer mm-hmm. um and how he just sort of like stopped yeah uh, so basically he Until i mean he i hate found. to say this but could have gotten away with it you know he seemingly did get what away tripped with him these, up well, he started like, writing letters to police, taunting hmm. letters, using, you know, uh, clues about these murders. And he used the moniker Bind, Torture, Kill. So that's what he was into. Um, so they so the point of this is that they questioned him and he said that he wasn't involved in this crime. Hmm. And he ended up admitting to the murders that he committed. So it doesn't seem like him. He's never getting out, first of all. So why wouldn't he confess to it if he did it? He says he wasn't involved. There are similarities between the time frames. She disappeared in daytime, and most of BTK's crimes, they occurred in daytime hours. Um, There are some similarities. um, And then the police department has declined to further elaborate on the similarities. So he, you know... He is not admitting to this, so I just hope at some point that the crime yeah. To can your be point, solved. like why would he? Why would he not? Why would he not own it if he's owned all these other things? That's correct. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. But thinking. then also, why would somebody murder a a bunch of people? Right? Like you're not dealing with a rational person. <laughs> it's so true. We're like, well, rationally, he would just admit to this. Yeah. And you know, and somebody with empathy would think, oh, okay, well, this family has been. Um, somebody with empathy wouldn't. Yeah, but he doesn't kill have empathy, yeah. right? So we're trying to place our human emotions on someone who doesn't have any, really. Yeah. Okay. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Now I want to talk about a podcast that you recommended that I am loving. Oh, good. Which one? Uh, it is called uh, Death in Ice Valley. Oh yeah. Uh, it is a BBC podcast about a woman who went missing well she was murdered in 1970 in norway Mm -hmm. and this is a fascinating story i was drawn to it because of the mystery behind who this woman was she died in a very strange way and she had a bunch of different aliases as well so yep. there's so much mystery around who she was. They don't have any idea. A lot of times in murder cases, someone comes forward and says, my my relative is missing. But 
they find her murdered first, and now it's just all about trying to figure out who she was. Well, it's like trying to reverse engineer a crime. Like, they didn't know who this person was, and then, like, the podcast takes you on the journey of trying to figure out who the Isdal woman is. I think that was her... Yes, yes. The name they gave her, because that's where she was found. Yes. In a very harsh landscape of Norway that was just... I mean, part of it, they're there, and you can hear the rain coming down, and it, it was like in a wooded boulder type area where her body was found and you know just and it things like i'm not going to give away any spoilers but i think the the thing i enjoyed about the podcast and hopefully you did as well is just that way they peeled the onion so that you what you start yes what you learn in the beginning is not where you end up and there's so many more twists and turns and you're like whoa it was really it is it's a it's a whole story that you know you've got some investigative reporters who are just excellent you know now that we have dna they were able to i will say this they were able to get her dna because she was buried um and they kept a part of her um tissue so they in the future if the crime was ever solved so you go through all of that in modern day technology and what they can get from tissue samples which is absolutely amazing She also had some very strange behavior where she was in disguise a lot and had a bunch of different aliases, like I said. And truly, there's like all these possibilities. I think that's part of the fun is you get to sort of like as a listener, you're trying to weigh out. Is it this? Could it be this? Is she this person? Could it be this person? What about, you know, so it gives you the podcast does a good job of giving you an opportunity to like. I don't want to say play the home game, but essentially that's what you're doing. You get to sort of play detective, too, as you're listening. And a modern day audience um, on a Facebook group that, you know, you get to see all the evidence in the pictures. Yeah. uh, And them asking, you might be able to solve this. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. It's called Death in Ice Valley. Death in Ice Valley. Well, speaking of fabulous stories, um, some that are not true, thank God. The Last of Us is on TV and we've got thoughts, but also... There's mushrooms everywhere, and it's kind of creeping me out. We'll talk about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071.